shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Topic Thunder. This show is brought to you by Legion Athletics. If you want to check out Legion Supplements right now for the winter, we got a BOGO. So buy one, get one 50% off. Use code GOODCOMPANY. It's a highly, highly evidence-based formula. Whether you guys want to deal with some pre-workout, one of my stim-free pre-workouts is my favorite from them. The protein super solid. Um, all the health and wellness supplements you may or may not need. Legion Athletics code good company. Let's dive into the video. Topic Thunder is where we take your questions and we answer them as fast as we can, five to ten minutes. And this one is about deadlifts in particular, but I think we'll stretch it out and we'll transform this man's questions. What is the biggest plateau period? Of deadlifts. Mm. So maybe what's the biggest plateau you went through? How'd you fix it? How'd you not fix it? Plateaus are going to happen, bro. I think my biggest... I've been 315, I swear to God, for like three years straight. Yeah. And just wouldn't go. Really? Yeah, I just wouldn't go. When was that? Uh, Probably like 20 to 22. I think I benched 330 in my first powerlifting meet, but previous to that, I was, yeah, I was benching, I swear, 315 forever. Is it something about the arrangement of the plates? Sometimes I think that there's For a psychological sure. thing around that. That's fact. For sure. And then and then like ego. And back in the day when we lifted, like you didn't really use two and a halfs and fives. Yeah, you know, right. you're trying to jump a 10 or it's not really worth it. Right. Um, plus, I was trying to stay in a weight class and I'm in my early 20s when I probably should have been growing. Um, plus, programming was all over the place. I'm, you know, benching off four boards because everyone else is fucking mm -hmm. in a T-shirt or a bench shirt and everyone's doing floor press, which isn't a bad movement, but probably not what I needed as a raw lifter. Mm -hmm. I probably needed to build some muscle and some full range. And everyone I'm training with is, yeah, literally everyone was in a shirt that I was training with. The yeah. only one wasn't Spence and he didn't really train with me. So, right. yeah, so it was all... Um, a mixture of all of that. And then the, the dynamic days in a West Side are probably a little bit too light for a guy um, that's training raw because bench shirt guys would use their bench max on a deload day. So it makes more sense or right. on a dynamic day. And a raw guy would, but then the percentages are way light. So um, all of it didn't really make sense. Wasn't eating enough. And other plateaus, I mean, I guess now you could call it a plateau, but I'm just not chasing PRs. Like I haven't hit a PR lifetime, lifetime in probably five years, but. I'm not chasing them either, so I wouldn't really call it a plateau. I'm still getting older. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I'm not that old, bro. <laughs> plateau, I mean, some of the biggest <laughs> squats ever have been broken. I, I, I bet if we looked at ages of all-time world records they're from the 30. '90s, I bet they're all. In, they're uh, all 30s. I bet you the average is probably 42. It could really be uh, possible. Like Mid 30s, no? Mm. It's all 40. I bet. Damn. Nice. Off the top of my head, you still have a chance. It's no, dive I'm down now, though. I yeah, think. like obviously. Uh, I don't know if you go untested. Oh, tested, untested, maybe. Yeah. yeah, if you go untested, I think, because uh, then it's just years and not getting injured. It's just years and not getting injured. And there is like some grown man strength, real shit, you know? And having a routine in your life in your 20s, you're drinking and fucking around. And if you lock in, um, like I bet Ed Cohn's best stuff's probably in his mid to late 30s. He's obviously just one. Dan Bell's a little bit older than me, maybe around my age. And he, he you know, broke all-time world records at probably 37 uh, I forgot who the biggest name was. It might have been one of the first thousand pound squatters. I forgot in the nineties. Um, I don't think it was Hatfield, but somebody like squatted their first thousand of age forty five. Yeah. No. You got plateau issues. You haven't been doing it long enough. No. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no. Not really. I guess it'd be bench. Yeah. When programming and stuff's just gotten better. Yeah. Bench is obviously harder, right? It's, adding ten pounds to a bench by percentage is much more difficult than adding ten pounds to your squat or deadlift on anyone. Especially uh, yeah. a lightweight dude. I, I think that you know, for me, like breaking five hundred was was hard, and I sat under five hundred for quite a while. Squats? Oh uh, no, bench. I don't see me bench. Um, deadlift. Deadlift. 
I think yeah. that's the hardest plateau for people is four to 500. I don't know. That was so easy for me because I was so isolated. Um, I was training commercial gyms on hex plates. I was really angry. Mm. And so I'm listening to fucking Eminem all day, every day. Like I pulled, I think I pulled 315 the first time I ever deadlift. And I swear to God, within two years, I probably pulled 500. And then 525. Came down here, I pulled 545. First meet, I pulled 600. Or 594. Second meet, pulled about 620. And obviously, I'm yeah, just kind of brute strength that way. My form was pretty bad, but um, body weight matters too, right? Yeah. I was 190 pounds in your so like you're like 110 or something. Damn, 110. I I busted 600 in a meet, and I don't think I ever pulled 600 in, in training training ever, ever, ever. Didn't know I could do it, just did it. Yeah, you know? yeah. The adrenaline's a little different in meets. That's true. Fire it up. Um, yeah, if you're plateauing, check your calories. It's going to be a big thing. You very least got to be consistent at maintenance. Programming is obviously a very big thing. Variations. Um, yeah, variations can help. Any kind of program, it almost doesn't matter. I know people talk shit on cookie cutter programs and all this, but anything with a solid progression that you can follow and stop thinking and stop double guessing yourself, you're going to get better at. Um, and the truth is, yeah, alcohol, smoking pot, whatever you guys are doing is probably not helping. I'm not saying it's hindering, but it's definitely not helping. So sleep maintenance calories if not extra calories and then following some real progression and i don't mean for like two weeks i'm talking like at minimum 12 weeks which should keep you from testing too often because i think that that's, yeah, hopefully i think yeah. that plateaus and testing too often kind of stick together because you always oh, hey, did i ever can i can i bench four plates now can i bench four plates now can i bench four yeah plates yeah. Now? You know? yeah rather than taking your time hitting yeah. 375 345 or 385 395 yeah et cetera et cetera constant overshooting yeah 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 but even overshooting is better like than like a truly testing right because if yeah. you have like an rp8 a single and you hit rp9 like you're still fine you're in the ballpark you know but if so you're like, like testing every day like jim said like because you, you get fixated on these numbers yeah. i want to deadlift five i want to bench 315 like you get fixated in that so then you're making them wrong jumps to get there you know yeah, but even like if you have like RP five motherfuckers, be like, oh. Well, yeah, but then, but I guarantee it. They're, they're, it's still better in testing, even if you have an RP five prescribed and you hit an RP eight, it's better than like testing because it's it's the amount of jumps you make, and then if you're missing over and over, you get no work done. Yeah. If you like go for a four or five bench, you miss it. What are you gonna do after? So, yeah, you ain't gonna have good drop sets. You ain't gonna have, <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna yeah, have your top yeah. single, and then you ain't gonna have good drop sets, and then you're just quitting, and then you're gonna rinse and repeat it next year. Cry. That's You'll bench four or five one day, dude. It's possible. It's possible. It's not impossible. What do you bench now? Like 250, 240. Okay. Yeah, like- Hop on some gear. Hey. <laughs> Jesus, is that you? <laughs> is that, They're talking is to that you, dude. You? They're talking to you. Is that you, Jesus? That signal, that's oh, your sign. Oh, no. <laughs> the needle hit my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's I woke syringes. up at 185. Oh, man. Dude, it's, they want you to do it. The people have spoken, the spirits. Like you said, with the right amount of money, I'll do it. No one cares about your bench, dude. No one will ever care. There's no money in your bench. That's the very facts. All right, <laughs> dude, plug away. Where can people find you? Uh, OnlyFans at. <laughs> Sorry. OnlyFans at? <laughs> yeah. At Matt underscore OGI. Okay, OnlyFans.com backslash. Matt underscore OGI. Ladies and gentlemen, new episodes Wednesday and Friday. I'm Silent Mike. Where you want to find me? 3SB.co for all your clothing needs. Happy holidays. And we'll catch you in the next one. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. 
We got a good intro and a good outro. You should have been like 20% off my OnlyFans and 20% off Legion with code. Silent Mike. <laughs>